0: Hello folks, welcome into the show. This is the Saturday session. My name is Daniel McCarty. Grant Elliott is living his second life as a cricketer. We'll catch up with him after 11 o'clock. He is not with us. He will join us, uh, part of our Resine Talking Cricket segment after 11 o'clock. We're going to open the lines very shortly to discuss, hmm, I wonder what. I wonder what. Uh, also on the show, we'll talk uh, the start of the FIBA World Basketball Championships. New Zealand have a pretty easy assignment. First up, don't they, against the United States of America? Not sure if they're good at basketball. I'm sure Casey Frank will know. He'll join us um, between 11 and 12. Kevin Putt, of course, the former Springbok halfback, is going to join the show after 9 o'clock, of course. Uh, fine. Waikato, number 9 as well. Can't wait to get his uh, perspective of the Test match. That is all still to come. Our number, though, is 800 508 11 Feel free to use it now or text us on double eight double three. Uh, Finn James is with me, my name is Daniel McCarty. we roll through to 1 o'clock, this is the Saturday session, we always start at the top of the hour by giving you the latest in sports headlines. Let's start off with this, the Springboks have embarrassed the All Blacks with a record 35 points to 7 win in London, the two sides final hit out before the Rugby World Cup. The loss is the heaviest test defeat in All Blacks history. That is probably worth repeating. The loss is the heaviest test defeat in All Blacks' test history. Discipline again a problem for the men in black. Scott Barrett, Sam Kane, saw yellow cards early in the first half for persistent infringements, while Scott Barrett then picked up a second yellow card for foul play at a breakdown late in the first half. And with a man up, South Africa never looked back, scoring five tries to one in the romp. The one tried to Cam Roigard, whose individual effort the only bright spot for New Zealand. Sorry, performance at Twickenham uh, by the All Blacks. Better news, though, um, for Kiwi driver Liam Lawson, who's set to make his Formula One debut at the Dutch Grand Prix. The Kiwi driver uh, will make his debut as an injury replacement after Alfred Toro, uh, Tori, uh, Den, uh, team uh, driver uh, Daniel Ricciardo uh, fractured his hand during a crash into the barriers during a practice run. So, yeah, very unfortunate for Uh, the Australian. But good news for the Kiwi as uh, Lawson will compete in the Dutch Grand Prix on Monday morning. That's 1am New Zealand time. Lawson will become the 10th New Zealand man to compete in Formula 1. Awesome news for him. We wish him all the very best. And seven in a row for the Warriors. Yes, they've made it seven straight wins. Um... In the NRL, as they romp home through to the playoffs, they've secured a top four spot thanks to a 18 points to six win over the Dragons. Uh, Three tries to the Warriors in that. With this win, uh, I'll repeat, the Warriors cementing their uh, place in the top four with one round to spare where they will head to Suncorp Stadium to take on the Dolphins. That is the very latest in sports headlines at the top of the hour. But right now, at' th- almost four minutes after 10 o'clock. Talk about a rude awakening for the All Blacks. Woken by a Brock bars, brass band standing over their bed. The box have battered the All Blacks. They've blitzed the All Blacks. They've bullied. They've butchered. They've bulldozed. They've bashed. They've buffeted the All Blacks. I've got my black armband. I've got my black tape. Here's my black tape going on. There you go. I'm in mourning. I'm in, morning. there it is, Finn, it's on, there's my black tape on the arm, there we go, it's on my arm, right, okay, that's on, that's on, let's get onto the job. Wow, how do we sum that up? All started with bad field position, couldn't clear our own end, got utterly hemmed in, kick chase game didn't help, couldn't get into the game at all, constant infringements by the All Blacks, Uh, Did we get out of our own 22 in the opening 22 minutes? It didn't seem like it to me. So static on attack in the face of very good box defence and our discipline. Non-existent. Like my kids late at night. Just not listening. Not listening at all. Especially when you have a whistle-happy referee and crew to deal with. They were. Don't give a sucker a chance, I say, and they gave loads of chances, and when things looked rather shaky late in the first half, Scott Barrett's needless infringement at the breakdown left New Zealand with 14 players as he was sent off. The only thing that can come out of this game is if Tyrell Omax is not seriously injured. He's that important. Um, why? I don't think we've got great depth in the propping position. Now, I'm sure, I'm sure there would be one or two people thinking like this, and it'll be interesting to debate. Um, because I'm struggling to get my head around this, but please don't tell me this is good for New Zealand, that we needed a loss like this, that we will be better off for it. I can't fathom that. What does this do for the self-assurance of the world champion box and any other nation watching? I don't know. Like France, for example, who are New Zealand's first assignment at the Rugby World Cup. And what does this do for the self-belief of the all-black side? Yes, they were unbeaten in 11 tests prior to this game, but immediately before that 11-game unbeaten run, New Zealand had lost six of eight tests at the end of 2021 into 2022, and that was just last year. Just last year. Whew. Uh, I was going to start today, after the back of the final test, how are you feeling about uh, New Zealand's chances of a Rugby World Cup? In all seriousness, has much change on the back of that? We'd love to get your thoughts. Our number is 0800-150-811. You can text us on double eight double three. Hello, Mikey, you can lead us off. How are you
1: doing today? What a crappy way to start in the morning, eh? Oh, I know. <laughs> Terrible. <clears throat> if it was a boxing match, the ref would have caught it early. Um, honestly, it was like it, the, the playground bully was just having their way with a little, little weakling dressed in black. It was oh, it was horrible. And I'll tell you what, France and Ireland and obviously South Africa, because they did it one and I so just licking their lips now. Um, we, I mean, if you're going to come to a gunfight, you've got to put some bullets in the bloody chamber. And we had nothing. And, yes, I was getting a bit frustrated with it. It seemed like the Springbok backs could sort of be in our back line and not be offside. But ultimately, it is the All Blacks who let, it, let themselves down. And, and if they had any sort of illusions of, you know, what they were going to bring to this World Cup, well, you're going to get pedantic refereeing. Um, and this... this, and you, <laughs> These teams are going to bring it to us, so we. Uh, I, it's not good for the All Blacks this loss, but Jesus, I, I hope they get a good talking to. You. I hope they have a good look at themselves, give themselves a few uppercuts because it was just woeful, absolutely woeful. I'm I'm pretty depressed now about our chances, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I I can understand that, Um, and I'm sure South African fans listening are going to completely disagree with me. What I'm about to say next, and if they are listening, I'd love to get their perspective. Uh, As far as the spectacle, I thought that was slow. I thought it was pedantic, and I thought it was a bit of a ball fest. And and I, I I hope, I hope that's not what we're going to get at a World Cup, where every opportunity to blow a whistle, um, it seemed like it was uh, being taken. But that is not the reason New Zealand lost. Right? It is not the reason.
1: Absolutely not. Yeah. But I do have a question. Is the TMO now effectively a referee? As far as? As far as they seem to really impinge themselves on the game without being asked. Like, I was under the impression, the TMO was right in every respect, but I was under the impression that if the ref had any doubts, he would call upon the TMO as opposed to the TMO effectively stepping into the game. Well, the but, one moment um, I do
0: remember probably most on that front is the, the Will Jordan non-try just, to, you know, deep into at a time of the first half when they went back, didn't they? And I think that was a call from the TMO, um, from yeah. Mark Talia, with the, with the smallest of knock-ons. But if I was a South African fan and that uh, try stood, I'd be like, oh, didn't he knock that on? Why can't they go back? So, yeah, they probably got it right, yeah. didn't they?
1: They did. Uh, and look, the South so, Africans in so, London are going to be absolutely having a great old time tonight. And good on them as well, because they got shown up in that game earlier on this year. But they've put their marker down. Eh? I mean, we, we have a lot to do if we have any chance of getting past the quarterfinals. Um, anyway, I've taken up enough of your time. I'm sure there's a long, No, no, long Mike, quarter, I,
0: I, here's one, I, one question for you. Ha, t- tell <laughs> me about your optimism. Uh, at seven AM well, this morning, for example, how how are you feeling at seven AM?
1: I was fe- uh, well, six AM I was feeling good. Seven AM I just looked at it. And I was just had my head in my hands, going, w- w- "Fire a shot, guys! Do something! Do anything!" <laughs> so, so yeah, a sinking feeling, a very big sinking feeling in my guts at the moment. Anyway, the sun is shining. I'm going to hang out the washing and uh, get on with my day.
0: <laughs> Go get some brownie points, Mikey. Go get some brownie <laughs> points, mate. Go get some brownie <laughs> points. Thanks so much for joining yeah. us. Uh, no, our number right, is 800 11 Love to get your reaction to uh, what you've, uh, winners heard, uh, felt as far as uh, the All Blacks loss a record loss, five tries to one against South Africa. Now, I'm not shocked New Zealand lost the Test match. It's South Africa. <laughs> they are the world champions. and I did detect quite a sort of optimistic New Zealand you know, rugby supporters base over the last few weeks based on what we'd seen this year. Uh, but boy, talk about coming back to reality, um, back to life, back to reality. The All Blacks have been bullied by a rather uh, impressive Springbok side. Our number is oh eight hundred one five oh eight eleven. You can uh, talk anything uh, this hour. It's Open Line Talkback. If there's something else you want to talk about, feel free. Liam Lawson, awesome news. Warriors make it seven. But I'm sure uh, most of you want to focus in on this uh, record defeat by Foster. Biggest ever loss. Cheers, writes Brian in Christchurch. And he also adds recidivist yellow card defenders, Barrett and Kane. In my notes, um, to win this World Cup, here are my notes. Limit mistakes, set piece control, and stop giving away darn penalties and reasons for cards to be dished. Um, 14 v 15, you're not going to win too many games now, are you? Uh, Michael is going with the dead cat there, and I love this. Good win for two last night in the NPC. No, Michael, you're absolutely right. Absolutely right. I'm glad you're, you're seeing some positive this morning, my friend. And Ken writes, Daniel, disgraceful effort by the All Blacks Type 5, Newell and Williams. Uh, Offer nothing. Both poor and scrummages. Throw Kane and Jacobson out. Also bloody gutless. writes Ken. Ken is quite seething there. Uh, and one last text from an unnamed text. If we get back to your course. South Africa have been playing ducks and drakes for over 12 months. So why is anyone surprised by this? Uh, two two things on that text: ducks and drakes. I have no idea what that is. Maybe uh, Huckleberry can help me out. Ducks and drakes. He's shrugging my shoulders. He's shrugging your shoulder. I got no idea. Oh, oh my armband's falling off. My armband, My black armband's falling off. Oh my tape's not holding. And um why is anyone surprised? no one's surprised by this? Well it's a record loss for the All Blacks. That's what's surprising, right? As I just said a few minutes ago, I'm not surprised South ever won the test match, but it's the nature the
2: nature of the win.
0: Let's get your thoughts. Oh eight hundred one five oh eight eleven. Good day, Zade.
2: Uh good uh good morning. Um <clears throat> Is it Oh was it the uh, Warriors is it really? Game oh, is, the War- is it really Oh is at the Is it really the Warriors game yesterday? Yes. Uh um, uh, great fan experience, you know, it had the halftime fireworks. Um, the Warriors were good. Um, obviously, a win's a win, but if they want to step up um, in the finals, um, the uh, attack needs to be a bit better. But, um, yeah, Ad- 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 Adam Fanua Blake had another solid game again. Um, um, I think a uh, few of the players were maybe left out there a bit too long um, on some of the um, substitutions from Webster. It seemed near the um, end of the game, a few other the bigger boys were getting a bit tired, like Tohu Harris and um, Bantia 4
0: Hey, Fanua Blake, I must admit, over the last month or so, been deep in Football World Cup and had last weekend off, so I haven't seen a whole heap. I've seen a lot of highlights of the Warriors the last few weeks. Fanua Blake, though, has just been awesome all year, hasn't he? W- would he be a contender for yes. Player of the Year for them?
2: Player of the Year? Nah, I think it would be SJ, wouldn't it? Well, maybe others want to comment. Um,
0: Alan Watson needs a Lesniak, and his freakish dry-scoring yeah, ability. Probably
2: and, out um, there. Yeah, a pr- I think on the um, All Blacks, quickly before I go, um, maybe, um, I know it's not good to lose, but maybe um, good, to get the, get, good to get a loss out there before the World Cup. At least it the, um, wasn't, you know, a, a meanless game. Uh, I mean, you know, it didn't mean anything. But, um, yeah, we don't want to lose, play like that in the World Cup. Um, a worrying thing for me was the line-out. Um, our line-out yes. was not working at all. Like, they kept on out-jumping our line-out. Um, they won quite a few throws, and yeah, obviously um, discipline was the key there, being down to 14 um, men for most of the second half. And I'm not sure, what do you think about the um, South African player? That should have been a red card, direct contact to the head, no? You know what, I can't remember. What, what, what moment was that? In the second half, there, um, I think was it their lose forward, their number eight, who got yellow carded, and then it went on for um, uh, on no, review. No, no,
0: Pe- Peter Steff Detoy. No, there's mitigating circumstances there. He's lowered. Okay. It's it's armed to the head. It's armed to the head. I think they've got that one right, in my opinion, Zaid. Others might disagree. Uh, the, the the player's gone quite low. He's he's gone quite. He's six foot eight. Yep. Peter Steff de toy is a unit. So I think they got that one right. Thanks, Zade. I do appreciate it, mate. Thanks so much for calling in. Uh, Zade's right. I think they lost five lineouts, five out of 15. Um, That's not good. Uh, Do you know the two numbers uh, that stick out to me? 34 missed tackles and 17 turnovers. That was from South Africa. South Africa missed 34 tackles and had 17 turnovers, yet won by 28 points. I'm not sure what that means. Does that mean South Africa can be, get quite, uh, quite a lot better? <laughs> Ouch. G'day Darren, thanks for holding. How are you doing today? Good mate, good mate. Hey,
3: um, I watched most of the game this morning, but um, the only thing I, my comment is, yeah, they didn't play well, I agree with that, but a game of rugby is between two teams. If you put a different referee in charge of that game, i.e. a Southern Heston Hemisphere referee, there would have been a different result, you know. And the other thing is is that um, this is one of the advantages for the South Africans now is, is all our Super Rugby's played in the southern, you know, is, is southern Hemisphere. They don't play down here now, so they're used to that style of refereeing. Um, like, for example, the refereeing of the offside line, if you go through and watch the whole game, the South African, the, the Northern Hemisphere seem to referee the offside line by the mass of the ruck, not by the last feet of the ruck. Whereas most of the time the All Blacks are always onside. Every now and then we have one player offside, but if you have a really good look at that whole game, the South Africans were in front of the last man's foot virtually the whole game. So, and then the other thing with with Barrett, yes, Barrett did that, but um, you go through a game and look at every tackle on the on the line or near the line. There is that type of infringement. Every ruck on the line, there is that type of infringement. So, you you mean someone throwing?
0: You mean someone throwing himself off his feet towards the head of a player who's lying next to the ball, not over it?
3: Yeah, you go to any ruck and look at it, because you've got the players, I think they call it latching. Those players that latch onto the players and go through, they're right beside the player. But, so the only way they can clean them out or stop them, if you, you, honestly, if you take an honest look at the game and go through and look at all of the game, there is multiple phases of that. You know what I mean? And a prime example was last week, the last time that we played, which was against Australia. First scrum of the game, yeah. the All Blacks were penalised. If you go to the Southern Hemisphere, it's normally the third scrum of the game before they go to a penalty. They give the, the front rows a chance to settle down, get organised, whereas up there, it's bang, Penalty.
0: Yeah. And uh, the re- the, 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 You make some really interesting observations about the South Africans playing in the Northern Hemisphere. Um, uh, yep, they're, they're probably more yeah. in tune to, to individual referees. But the penalty count yeah. was 14-11. It wasn't completely one-sided, yeah. now was it? So he, he, he was whistling right. quite happily against both the teams. I, I just thought the Scott Barrett incident, and yep, I, I, I'll have to go back and watch every ruck, and you, you could well be right, there might be some other instances of it. But it's pretty needless, isn't it? like the ball's oh, there almost with the clear away yeah. yeah and i just think we've invited trouble and, and the last thing i'll say is you what's that old line control the controllables you can't control who the referee is going to be you just have to adjust how they're going to ref
3: yeah but you remember the old days if the referee didn't do the job someone else stepped in to do the
0: job <laughs> and you don't <laughs> have that, you don't have that you don't have that ch- oh You've gone, Darren. I did not cut you off because we were having a slight disagreement. I promise you that. Really enjoyed chatting to you, Darren. Thanks so much for giving us a call. G'day, Lyle. Calling from the Goldie.
4: I'm the GC. Yeah, that's right. Listen, ducks and drakes means they've been foxing. Ah. Basically. And Basically. Uh, where does it come from, a, of, that term? Where does it come It's an old British saying. Look, uh, I don't know a lot about rugby, but watching the All Blacks this morning, it looks like they didn't either. But they have got five British referees through all all their pool play, are British referees, mm-hmm. so they're going to have to adapt. I don't think the loss is that bad, but the way they got flogged and annihilated, it's the fashion of the loss. As for the Warriors, yeah, uh, Aidan Fanua Blake definitely Player of the Year because the old say... Yeah, yeah, he is for me. Well, Johnson's been brilliant, but he can only do what he does because the platform is laid by the forward pack. He plays 72 minutes. That's uh, yeah. how 72 minutes. That's how I feel. Yeah. Yeah. Last yeah. night, I thought they were incredibly lucky to get the win. St. George had nothing to play for but played like they had everything to play for. I think you're going to find a very changed side next week because they are looking incredibly... Mentally, and they need to be freshened up. Having said that, they were lucky not to get the wooden spoon last year. So you know they're <laughs> finishing the top four. Any, anything from here is a bonus. And um, you know I've read the Facebook and Herald reports. Some of oh the, the boys had another good win. They had a win. There was nothing good about it. If he can freshen them up, they're a chance. But uh, I see them going two games into the final, and that's it. Hopefully, I'm wrong. And sport, like life, is full of upsets. So uh, to my good mate. The mad butcher up the wires. Um, <laughs> no, Do you know no. what, hey, Lyle?
0: I I I love how you've brought perspective to this, considering where you felt they were placed at the beginning of the season. Uh, but now you you, you know, you're judging them in the here and the now, based on what they're capable of, what um, the rest of the competition is going to bring come the playoffs. Um, <laughs> And listening to the coach over the last few weeks, I think he's sort of he's sort of agreeing with you that, that yes, there, there is a lot of improvement that can be and probably needs to be made.
4: Oh, look, uh, the, you know, the semis are a step up. My side, South Sydney are a, well, they're a bloody landmine at the moment. They're a disaster. But, um, <laughs> look, for Warriors supporters you got to look at the end, and even if they go out in two straight matches, you've got a side that's to be proud of, and they're competitive. And that's, anyone, that's what anyone can ask from their team. You know, I've got to be honest, mate, in years gone by, they were an embarrassment. But that's not this year, and this team can't be held responsible for it. Um, you know, but anything can happen on the day. It's Parramatta proved with Penrith the other night, you know. It's... Um, Two teams on the field, and uh, you've got a 50% chance. But uh, they he needs, to, I think there'll be mass changes next week. He needs to give a few of them a rest and freshen them up.
0: Good man, Lyle. Great chatting. Go well. Enjoy the Goldie. Uh, 0800 150 that is our number. Open line talk throughout this hour. Plenty of uh, chat uh, early to talk about the All Blacks and the Warriors making it seven in a row. Our numbers of the day 28 10 and 7. 28 point loss. A record defeat for the All Blacks. Liam Lawson set to become the 10th New Zealander in Formula 1. Motorsport fans, here's your opportunity to crawl and give us some perspective of uh, how big a deal this is and seven in a row for the Warriors. Here's uh, a message from Roy. G'day, Roy. Hope you're doing well. Uh, He writes, Why are we surprised, Daniel? Question mark. Ian Foster is in charge. The same man who led the Chiefs into the 2009 final for a record loss and the first coach to lose to Ireland and Argentina at home and now the biggest loss. His next record is going to be leading the All Blacks to the earliest exit in a World Cup. Well, I tell you what, Roy. That that, that sounds like the sporting tips. You should probably run a mile from. That generally features at uh, ten minutes away from them. The the earliest exit that would be group stage, wouldn't it? I think they've been knocked out of the quarterfinal stage. What well, could be the equal, You could also be suggesting equal earliest. You know, earliest. You know what I'm trying to say, Roy. You know what I'm trying to say. Um, and we all know, we all know that it's a pretty tasty looking draw. Um, if you're not on the side of the All Blacks, uh, the All Blacks are on the hard side of the draw, no doubt about that. Um, and we'll have a very tough quarterfinal uh, for sure. 23 minutes after 10. We'll get back to your calls after this. Open line talk. Happy to discuss anything you want. This is the Saturday Session. 28 minutes after 10 a.m., this is the Saturday Session. No grant, Elliot. He'll join us after 11 o'clock live from the United States of America as he uh, you know, started his cricketing career again, second career. G'day, Paul. Thanks for holding
5: through the break. How are you doing today? Oh, good, mate. Just sat walking this morning on a beautiful, uh, sunny day in Northland.
0: As always, my friend. Um, as always, sun on <laughs> your back, smile on your face, seven wins in a row.
5: Seven wins in a row, yeah, absolutely. Um, just quickly on the All Blacks, I, 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 some people are, are talking it up as a, you know, better get it out of the way now before the World Cup, but, you know, let's let's face the fact they just, they feel they like their best team, they just got hammered by the biggest ever margin going into a World Cup, yeah. and wouldn't, wouldn't want to go into a World Cup uh, with confidence, you know, I mean, and to go yes. down by that margin and get dominated is, is alarm bells as far as I'm concerned, mate.
0: Yeah, and I, I heard a lot of people talking and you know writing about oh no, this is you know it's risky playing your best team because you might have injuries. I think people forget that New Zealand played a much changed side against Australia in their last test. So yeah, uh, what well, if we were going to rest people for this game against uh, South Africa? You know, the, the first choice All black sides last game would have been against Australia at the Melbourne Cricket Ground um, last month. So, it would have been six or seven weeks they had to play their best line up tonight and i I don't know how um it hey they've got a terrible one out of the way, so that's the only positive, isn't it Paul They've got an absolute stinker out of the way
5: yeah it is it is possible Daniel, that um we're starting to see the effects of the, the super rugby competition, the standard of it, and not having South Africa in it, and then playing up up there um you know basically. We're just playing against hopeless Aussies and a couple of Pacific Island teams I don't think is, are good enough. So I think you know, we might be seeing the, the fruits of, yeah, sort of super rugby. Um,
0: I think New David. Zealand rugby would agree with you, Paul. Based on this, for years and years and years they told us from a high-performance perspective all the players felt yep. playing in South Africa was massive to that. Uh, that is no longer in the equation. I I think you're bang on. I think you're bang on there. Uh, What about the Warriors? How placed are they for an extended run in the playoffs,
5: my friend? Well, on a positive note, yeah, um, I I, I still can't get my head around them. Let's face it, they are winning. They are winning. Um, The the teams that they've played, uh, the lower teams that they've played, um, have come with a nothing-to-lose attitude and, you know, we saw um the other night on Thursday when Parramatta tipped up this, the um the, the all conquering Panthers. You know, it's uh on your day, any team could beat any team. So um that my concern is um they just I don't know, the energy levels. Um, you know, do we rest the likes of um Finable Blake and Tohu just for this Dolphins game now that we are secured in the in the top four? Do we rest those key players and I'll probably throw an S J in there. Um So that's something to be interesting to see what happens on Tuesday at team naming. And um, I've really felt sorry for Metcalf, the poor guy. But um, the silver lining is uh, tomorrow, Martin has a game today uh, for the uh, New South Wales Cup and see how he goes. And um, gee, it'd be good to get him back in the side, mate. Good on
0: you, Paul. Appreciate your time, mate.
5: Got to get to other course, full border course today.
6: Enjoy your walk, mate. G'day, Brent. G'day. Listen, I didn't see the game. I obviously heard the result, but uh, I'm just kind of wondering, and correct me if I'm wrong, is Sam Kane really the man to take them through, um, to lead the team through this tournament? He seems to be a bit of a polarising figure, and uh, I don't know whether he's got that Richie McClure or about him. What do you think?
0: Well, he's not Richie McCaw. There's only one Richie McCaw. Um, if you're comparing him to the best, you know, arguably the best of all time in that position, I think you're going to be disappointed. Brent, last year, really, really concerned with his form. I, I think this year he's been pretty good. Um, but today, I just his wondered, whole team, he, I just his whole team, his whole team, you know, took took punch after punch. Yeah, yeah,
6: I'm just wondering. He, he, I, I kind of think that maybe Whitelock's got more mana about him than... Um, Kane, I don't know, but that's just coming from a Crusaders' point of view, if you like. And in terms of the Warriors, like everyone says, they need to rest a few players. Um, yeah, and hopefully they'll they'll do alright going into the finals. Uh, hopefully they'll uh, they'll play the Broncos first up and um, take it from there. I don't want to see them play the Storm, so we we'll just have to wait and see what happens. But uh, no, all all, all power to them. They're going real well and. Uh, like that a few callers ago said if they get knocked out after two finals games, well, at least they can hold their heads up high.
0: Good man, Brent. Appreciate your time and thoughts. Go
7: enjoy your Saturday. We go to Dunedin and Cliff. G'day, Cliff. Yeah, good morning, Daniel. Yeah, well, it's going to be a slippery game, this one. No, uh, nothing really on it. You know, playing the Springboks a couple of weeks before the World Cup and uh, they come out with a lot of energy and we lose... One of our starting props of injury, we've got Barrett, who's been probably the player of the season so far. He's uh, going to probably lose a few games, and the energy that he brings to the team is so much. And uh, he's going to be watched when he comes back. So he could, he might not even be the player that he was going to go away and be. You know, we this is this is going to be a tough series from now on for us. You know we've lost our momentum. We went away over there with everything going well, with with a full squad, pretty much. You know, a couple of guys carrying the um niggles, but uh, and now we're in a position where you know we could we've lost well could, we could lose our best prop out and um, and without Barrett, but yeah, it's it's it wasn't a, it's just a funny game to play. They have to play Springboks and and find a Away from home like this, two weeks before the World Cup starts, was never going to be easy. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm hoping that uh, that we can pull together and, and and be tough, get out there and uh, do what they did to us to the next guys. Cliff and the Warriors. What chance? Are you, what
0: cha- oh, sorry. Go on, Cliff. No, no. You want to make a like, point about the Warriors? Please do.
7: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like like the callers have been saying. Yeah, you know, the Warriors have been. Getting by in these last few games, you know, they haven't been as dominant as they were. The last two or three games, a few of the guys, I think they've needed a rest. It was a shame that our bye wasn't this week or last week because it was a couple of weeks earlier. But some of the fellas are, you yeah, know, we're doing enough, and that's the thing. The Warriors just make that top four and, and, and get a bye week if, if, if we do get the bye week or not. But, if yeah, we, we've got a chance from here. Um, yeah so what do you what do you think of the, the the all blacks yourself Do you think we think we can go at all
0: you know what i, I, I they're, they're in a group of about four or five teams who I think could go all the way. I don't think there's an out and out favorite this time around. I have questions about the All blacks based on results over the last couple of years um, I, I didn't expect them to fall to depths like this France um, they've never won it before uh, the pressure of playing at home can they deal with that? Ireland, can Ireland front? Do Ireland believe that they can win three big games in a row? Um, South South Africa are South Africa, but, you know, they can be beaten. Um, I I just think it's going to be an amazing World Cup because we simply don't
7: know. I I think the All Blacks probably are in the same boat. Can we win three tough games in a row? If we lose to France, we're still in because we'll win the rest. And we'll go through. But can we win three tough games in a row? And that's the problem at the moment. I don't think the All Blacks are winning three games in a row against the likes of Ireland, France, England, South Africa. You know, it won't be easy to win three of them. And, and I don't think we will. So it could be a, well, a drop out. Yeah, could be a dropout. Buckle up.
0: Buckle up, Cliff. Yeah. Buckle up. We'll get to Joey now. Thanks, Cliff, by the way. We'll get to Joey, and then we've got to take a break. Uh, we'll get uh, to more of your calls this hour. Uh, g'day, Joey.
8: Yeah, g'day, mate. Um, Daniel, look, uh, a bit disappointed this morning, but um, I said to my brother the other day, I said it's very hard to win, you know, 13 tests in a year. I, I-, I can't remember the last time we went through unbeaten mm-hmm. in the whole year. It's a bit of a wake-up call. Uh, our discipline was poor. Um, Scott Barrett didn't have to do what he did. The ball was already there. Uh, just silly things like that. Also, too, when you have a line out, when you're down to 14 men, you have a line out. You don't, and you're in there 22. You don't throw to the back. You throw to the front because that's where you got to get the ball. You know, I mean, just things like that. They're not. They weren't thinking, um, thinking that way at all. You know, I mean, why throw to the back when you know you, it's going to be harder and the South Africans are bigger to get the ball? You chuck it to the fr- front then they had another line out about a minute and a half of the ball. I mean, it's just things like that, you know. And um, Bodie Barrett kicking with 14 men, inside his uh, 22, kicking for the winger. Um, Don't get me wrong, playing playing very well, but um, if that was uh, uh, Will Jordan, he wouldn't have done that. And and a lot of full-backs wouldn't have done that. You know, you've just got to... I know they're trying to create stuff because they were down, but what you do, Daniel, you, you do smart. They weren't smart enough today. And if they think, if they think the French are going to be any, any less, they're going to be kidding. With the French, with those big boppers they've got, they're going to be even probably harder to beat than South Africa. And you've got to come oh, up with talent that. The, you
0: know. Yeah. And, and I know yeah, there's George. a lot of fans in this part of the world who don't maybe watch Northern Hemisphere rugby um, as much as they should. The talent the French have... Huge. Right across the park. Uh, Joey, I want you to finish off this chat by giving me one, two, three. Your favourites for the Rugby World Cup.
8: Oh, you've got to go. The way South Africa played today, you've got to go with them. You've got to go with France. I think uh, I've got to be be, um, a Kiwi here. I think the All Blacks can do it. If, like, you've, the thing with the World Cup, you've got to play six games in a row, really tough, really hard, and really with the smart to win. You don't win, when World Cups just don't come along and you go, I mean, you can, you, can tell the, you can tell the difference in that, Daniel, with the English football side. Last time they won a, a football World Cup and was in 1966. When they cover it, same as in, in other sports, in rugby league and what have you, in any other sport. The World mm-hmm. Cups are very, very hard to win. Very hard. Well, good think, on you, Joey. And, and, and probably, probably that order, believe it or not. I'd love New Zealand to win it, obviously, because I'm a Kiwi. But um, I <laughs> think we, you know, yeah, it's going to be very tough. I hope we can do it. Good on you,
0: Joey. Thanks so much for calling. Um, running, running the risk of uh, really annoying uh, producer Finn. Uh, Jamie's waited uh, an age at Nelson. I'll quickly get to him before we go to a break. G'day, Jamie. Thanks for your patience.
9: G'day, how are you doing? all right? I'm alright, mate. Mate, um, look, it wasn't good, but um, I mean, better for it to happen now than next month, mate. And it's <laughs> yeah, up, yeah. the All Blacks will play that bad uh, again and again. So, look, as bad as it was, and I knew we were going to lose someone bloody um, important, and we did. It was always going to be a risk in this game, and and uh, Joe Moody will be stoked. He'll be packing his bags, mate. He'll be heading over there. they not a bad replacement. And um, bloody bad luck for um, Lonex. Good Silver Street man he is. Um, bloody tough. But, look, that's rugby. Um, yeah.
2: Look, oh, the not, Agricultural not the the College.
9: World. The Agricultural <laughs> College. Not, out and up a hut. Home <laughs> <laughs> of champions, mate. Anyway, <laughs> uh, look, it's, 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 it's not the end of the world. Let's bloody get behind them. They'll learn a lot from that and they'll they'll be a lot better team haven't played that and look it was a, it was a hiding but they've got a lot a lot they, they were exposed where they weak, and it's better to know that than, than find out later. So good on you, Jamie Go. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Go enjoy no doubt a beautiful day in Nelson. Uh, thanks so much I mean, great to hear so many new voices. Uh, for this show people calling in uh, the Saturday session really enjoying this hour. Uh 19 minutes away from eleven o'clock. Yes, Finn, we'll get to a break now, mate. We'll we'll pay your bells. Gee, he's very expensive. I didn't
4: even know I tried, it all fell apart. What I meant to mean will
0: eventually be a memory of a time. I tried so hard and got so far.
2: But in the end, it doesn't even matter.
8: Yeah, it doesn't matter. Doesn't matter, doesn't matter, mate! Doesn't matter.
0: We lost the Qatar Airways it trophy. Doesn't even matter. <sighs> Really wanted that one. Really they got they obviously got good coin from Qatar Airways, these these two nations, didn't they? It was everywhere. It was everywhere. <laughs> this is the Saturday session, minus one half. Grant Elliott will join us after 11 o'clock. Finn is here. Don't worry about that. My name is Daniel McCarty. Thanks so much for all your calls. Keep them coming. Um, you know, call in any time, especially between 10 and 11. That's when we clear the decks and offer you the opportunity to reflect on the sporting week that has been or uh, the sporting morning that has been with the All Blacks playing a rare Saturday morning test. Um, Friday night footy didn't go particularly well at uh, Twickers now, did it? The All Blacks humbled by South Africa. Buffet. It's a new word. I came up with it earlier today. Buffet. They've been buffeted, haven't they? South Africans help themselves. and Keep going back to the table. And, get, and filling up their plate, Finn. Over and over and over again. Those greedy SOBs. From South Africa. A record loss. 28 point loss. Uh, the All Blacks have suffered. Let's get to some of your text messages. Double eight, double three. Remember our telephone number is 0800 150 I will start off with Vaughan. Uh, who writes, um, Johnson has to be player of the year. AFB has been outstanding, but the halfback is the conductor and is a far more critical position. Well, Vaughn, hopefully there's no front row forwards in uh, your family because I don't think they'll be looking you in the eye uh, around the dinner table. Um, You know what? (laughs) You get no complaints um, from me if that was the way it went. I just threw it out. Fanua Blake's been right up there as far as the most impressive players I've watched for the Warriors this season. Um, here's an unnamed text from an unnamed part of the country. The box are bigger and stronger, nothing to do with the refs. Thank you very much for that message. Ken writes, Daniel, never seen an all-black scrum get demolished like that. Thought Ryan was the saviour. It seems like he's made some poor decisions in personnel that started this morning. Uh, cheers, Ken. Uh, doesn't help when you're down to 14, right? Uh, doesn't it doesn't help when Geordie Barrett is at flanker for some of the scrums. But you're right, that's second half especially. Whoa. Uh, Michael continues to uh, you know try to distract me with good news. Thank you, Michael. I do appreciate it on double eight double three, He writes, Black Caps win by seven wickets over Worcestershire overnight, Daniel. Thank you very much. Nothing like a T20 warm-up game against an English county side to really uh, fill my soul with warmth and happiness. Uh, here's one from Peter Mick, who writes... Uh, South Africa slowed the game down walking from set piece to set piece want to turn it into American football not sure how you beat such an ugly style, they outmuscled us, but do know it's not by playing them with 13 players and grabbing jerseys Uh, you are very right there, just look at the way they played against South Africa at Mount Smart, wasn't it? It was Mount Smart earlier this year, if I'm not mistaken they just never allowed them to settle. Sorry, go Media Stadium. Yeah, go Media Stadium. What, 35 points to 20? And that first 20 minutes, the pace, the physicality for which the All Blacks showed never allowed the South African defensive line to set. They were always sort of retreating. Um, you've got to recreate that. And I remember having a debate with um, Beaver, um, you know, not long after that. You know, what are you expecting from the All Blacks? It was after, you know, the big wins against South African Australia. My thoughts were, A, we can't expect to start every test like that. And I think we need more impact from our bench. Well, the first part has proven true. I'm still uncertain about the uh, the second element of that. Uh, a couple more text messages. Uh, Spain lost in the round-robin women's football comp, then won five question marks. Yeah, they did lose. Um, Argentina lost to Saudi Arabia. They went on and won the uh, FIFA World Cup. Are you talking football or rugby? France lost two games at the 2011 Rugby World Cup group stage and got through to the final. So one loss doesn't mean you're out. I think that's what you're saying. And uh some guy Logan's some guy Logan texts in going, don't forget about Scotland. Well Logan, I know full well who you are, Logan. Um with with a name like Mick Hardy, yeah I'm 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 quite a Scottish fan. I just don't see them winning three big games in a row. I don't want to play Scotland in the quarter final, mind you, for example. I think Scotland can turn over any side on their day. Uh, we will be back after this break. Keep your thoughts coming through on double eight, double three. Thank you all for your calls this hour on 0800-158-811. We didn't get to some people. I think Mark was the last to call. We'll open the lines again. When when we've got gaps, we'll invite you to join in, and why not? It has been a record um, day for the All Blacks in a bad way. Record defeat. Just tuning in, they lost by 28 points. 28, count them all. 28, that's a lot to South Africa. Someone writes here, morning team, test the box for drug taking. They played like they were on meth summer (laughs) okay see I've got a lot to unpack in that message and GD writes we are winning because of Ryan slash Schmidt we also New Zealand we are losing because of Foster slash Kane okay alrighty double eight double three keep your text messages rolling through coming up next hour Casey Frank to talk FIBA World Basketball Championships and Mr Grant Elliott as he restarts his cricketing career live from the United States of America. He'll be up first...